Hello? Something that you may not know about me is that I have a tendency to fall victim to health and wellness products that are kind of hyped up. The reason why you may not know that about me is because I kind of hate to admit it. Like I'm genuinely embarrassed of the fact that when a new vitamin comes out, a new supplement comes out, a new face mask, a new hair mask, a new razor for shaving my legs, like whatever it may be, when a new health and wellness product comes out, there's a good chance that I'm going to buy it. And I didn't realize this about myself until today when I was ice rolling my face and asking myself, is this even doing anything? I really don't know. It was in that moment today that I realized that I honestly am an unintentional connoisseur of health and wellness products. I've tried so many of them. It's incredible. It all kind of happened on accident. Like it wasn't a conscious decision to become a health and wellness product connoisseur, but I kind of am one. And honestly, out of guilt for purchasing all of these hyped up products, I decided that today I want to go down the list of some of the most popular health and wellness rituals slash products. And I wanted to give you my true and honest thoughts. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go onto it and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code EMMA. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. I wanted to do this today to hopefully steer some of you in the right direction so that you don't waste your time and money doing shit 
that isn't worth your time and money. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we're constantly being fed advertisements of different health and wellness products. And we're constantly being sold this idea that certain products will truly make our lives better and healthier. The truth is, is that you don't need a product to make your life better. I'll be the first person to say that. Are there certain products that are kind of fun and maybe enjoyable? Sure. But is your quality of life really going to improve from a product in this genre specifically? Probably not. Health and wellness products are very much an unnecessary luxury. Like they're not something that you need. Although sometimes they're marketed to you as if you need them. But one health and wellness product or even 10 are not going to drastically impact your health. You know, when it comes to your health, there's a lot more to it. You know what I'm saying? Than drinking a certain type of tea or using a certain kind of face mask. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, this stuff is all kind of unnecessary, but there's also something to be said for the fact that some of it is enjoyable and some of it does have some positive side effects. You know, I mean, it's a mixed bag. But anyway, today what we're going to do is we're going to go down the list of a bunch of different health and wellness products and activities and discuss whether or not they're worth the money, whether or not they're overrated, whether or not they actually give you any kind of results. We're just going to discuss. Let's get right into it. Let's start out with ice rollers for your face. So ice rollers for your face are basically, it, it almost, okay, imagine a paint roller. Like if you were to paint paint onto a wall with a roller, imagine that, but smaller and metal. And imagine that being really cold from being in your freezer and imagine rolling that all over your face. Okay. That is a facial ice roller. I have two of these and I'm going to be honest, I have no idea if they do anything, but I will say that in the morning when I wake up and I'm really puffy and sometimes I'm kind of overheated because I tend to sweat when I sleep. It is really nice to grab my little ice roller while I'm making my coffee and roll my face with this cold metal. It is nice. If nothing else, it's really relaxing and it's kind of soothing. It makes my face feel more calm in the morning. Whether or not it like helps your face with depuffing. I don't know for sure. That's too much science for me. And before we even go any further, I'm not a scientist, a doctor or anything of that sort. In fact, I didn't even go to college. So you should never come to me for anything factual. Everything I do is opinion based because again, I didn't even finish high school for fuck's sake. So, well, I mean, I, I technically kind of, yes, I did, but I didn't show up. It's complicated. I don't want to get into it right now. Moral of the story is, I don't think that facial ice rollers really do much when it comes to depuffing your face. It might speed up the process. You know, it might kind of soothe the inflammation in your face a little bit, but 
the main reason why I enjoy it is because it's really relaxing and it feels good. And I would argue that a health and wellness product that makes you feel good is equally as beneficial as a health and wellness product that has a super extreme result. For example, depuffing your face, you know? I don't know if it does that, but it feels good. So I would say facial ice rollers aren't necessary, but they're pretty affordable. They're like, I don't know, maybe eight to $15 online and they feel really good. Um, they're really relaxing. I would rate them an eight out of 10. I think that they're great, but they don't, I don't know if they really do anything. Next, the five minute journal. If you don't know what the five minute journal is, it's basically a journal that includes prompts inside of it. And every single day, you're supposed to fill out one page of this journal, and that's that. I've always preferred journaling freely with no guide. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always preferred to just take a blank notebook and just start writing. But recently, I was sent as a gift this five-minute journal. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. I've kind of avoided it for years ever since it came out because I was like, I don't need a prompted journal. That's just not necessary for me. If I want to journal, I'm just going to journal. But I decided to give it a try because I got it as a gift. And I'm going to give you my honest review. For me, as somebody who already journals and kind of knows how to prompt myself, I would give this product a five out of 10 because there's not a lot of room to really develop any thoughts, right? It only gives you space to write a few sentences because you only get one page per day in this journal to fill out. There's not really a lot of room to elaborate on any kind of thoughts, So it's not really journaling. I would say it's more making a list every day because here are the prompts. You list three things you're grateful for, three things that would make today great, a daily affirmation, and then at the end of the day, you write three highlights of the day and what you learned that day. And for each of those, you only have a line or two to answer the question. So I don't really feel like it's journaling as much because I feel like with journaling, you're writing and elaborating and digging deep onto a topic. And with this, you're more just scratching the surface. So I found it kind of frustrating using this journal because I was like, well, I want to talk more about why I'm grateful for the things that I'm grateful for, why I learned what I learned today, et cetera. I found it kind of limiting And I found myself just writing in my normal journal instead. So for somebody who's experienced in journaling, I'd give it a four or a five out of 10. But for somebody who's never journaled before, I would give it a 10 out of 10. It's an amazing introduction to journaling. It gets you into the habit of doing the journal every day because it kind of holds you accountable to filling it out every day. It has a lot of nice structure and it has a really sweet sentiment to it, you know, It's a very positive journal. So for somebody who wants to get into journaling but can't really get into the routine of it, I would really recommend it. It also is super cute. Like the cover of it's really cute. 
I mean, it looks great on your nightstand. I don't know. It's not for everybody, but I think that there is something useful there. I don't think it's hyped up for nothing. It, it supports a positive movement, which is journaling. Next, warm lemon water. I swear to God, everybody on the internet who makes a morning routine starts out their morning with warm lemon water. Now, I don't wake up in the morning and drink warm lemon water. Why? Because I wake up in the morning and immediately make a coffee and don't have a sip of water until 12 p.m. That's the truth. But I hear a lot of people say that warm lemon water in the morning has all of these health benefits. I've done a little bit of research, not a lot. Again, not a doctor, not a scientist. I don't think there's a lot of mm, science backing the claims that a lot of people make during their morning routine videos saying that, you know, that they're drinking lemon water for X, Y, and Z benefit. I don't know if there's science there, but at the same time, who cares? Because if you enjoy the flavor and the experience of drinking warm lemon water, there's nothing harmful about it. I personally love to drink warm lemon water after dinner sometimes, even better. I like to have peppermint tea, maybe with a little bit of lemon. I find that warm liquids are really soothing on your stomach, no matter what the time of day. I personally don't have interest in drinking warm lemon water in the morning. Therefore, I do not do that. But I think it's definitely a soothing beverage. Do I think that it has life-changing health benefits? I haven't read anything about that. I haven't been able to find any evidence of that. But I think that if it's an enjoyable experience, it's probably soothing to your stomach a little bit because warm water is soothing and there's no harm ever in drinking water. I know that because I don't drink enough and I feel the effects of that all the time because I'm dehydrated very often. So that's my two cents on that. I mean, I'd give warm lemon water a five out of 10 because drinking water is never a bad idea, but I don't think it's going to change your life. You know what I'm saying? And there's kind of no science to say that it has any crazy benefits at all. Actually, I'm going to give it a six out of 10 because it's a really easy and affordable daily habit. All you need for it is lemons and water. So I'm going to give it a six out of 10 because the price is right and there's never anything negative about drinking water. Nothing bad can come from drinking water. Okay, next. Sugar body scrubs. I remember when I used to have TikTok still. I don't have TikTok anymore. I deleted the app, whatever. I don't know what's going on on TikTok anymore. But when I used to have the app and scroll through it for hours on end every day, I remember there was a phase where everybody was like, OMG, you need to buy sugar body scrubs right now. They exfoliate your skin. They have hydrating ingredients that make your skin super soft. You have to buy these. And I remember I was like, oh yeah, sugar body scrubs. 
I forgot about those because I hadn't used them in a while. And so I picked some up again and tried it again with a more skeptical hat on. And I realized that they are actually quite nice. I will say that. I don't think that they are necessary by any means, but they do help to exfoliate dead skin from my experience. They do make your skin feel super soft when you get out of the shower. They smell good. I get it. I get the hype there. I mean, it definitely makes a difference. I notice that when I get out of the shower, my skin is so much softer and it looks better. Like it looks more fresh and vibrant because of the exfoliation, I'm assuming, or maybe it's because of the hydrating ingredients. I don't know, but I definitely do notice a difference when I use a sugar body scrub of some sort in the shower. I do notice a difference. So I'm going to give sugar body scrubs, honestly, a nine out of 10. I mean, they're kind of great. They're kind of great. I need to get into some stuff that I don't like because I've been way too positive so far, but we're going to get into the stuff I hate later in the episode. There's a lot of stuff I don't like. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. At eBay, authentic is always in season. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means their handbag experts are making sure your arm candy is nothing short of the real thing. They're checking all the details from the leather to the logo, carry-all or clutch. We all love a handbag that turns heads. Knowing it's the real deal makes it that much sweeter. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you'll carry with confidence. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because... I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. Next, let's talk about wellness shots. If you don't know what wellness shots are, they're like little tiny juices that have ingredients like turmeric, ginger, lemon, garlic, cranberry, like all different types of ingredients. And usually they claim to help your body with one thing or another. Maybe it supports your immune system. Maybe it supports your digestive system. Usually they claim to support some sort of system. I have consumed these on and off throughout my life. And I'm not even going to Google whether or not these things work because I've never, ever 
seen or felt any sort of change in my body from these products. Therefore, I'm just going to speak from experience and say, I think that they're bullshit and a waste of money. Because here's the thing. Listen, this is not a science-based claim, but I mean, if you think about it, the likelihood of a tiny portion of lemon and ginger and turmeric doing anything substantial is just not likely. Like usually these little wellness shots are just basically a little juice elixir and they don't have any like concentrated vitamins in them or they don't have like they don't have anything in them that would be strong enough to make a difference. I don't think, but then again, what do I know? It just doesn't like sound logical to me. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you'd need a lot more concentrated ingredients for there to be some sort of powerful effect. I don't know. I don't know. I could be fully wrong. I should probably do research. Should I Google it? Fine. I'll Google it. Okay. So I'm reading a quote from Dana Hunes, definitely saying that wrong, who is the senior dietitian at the Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center. The website is melmagazine.com. And Dana says, honestly, I need to go into the wellness shop business, she jokes. Noting how many relatively low-cost ingredients these shots are typically comprised of, such as ginger and lemon, wellness shots are popular because they've been marketed so well. People are on the health bandwagon. We're always looking to get healthier in non-pharmaceutical ways. At the same time, we're always looking to get healthier in easy ways. Wellness shots promise a lot, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not sure if the small one-time dose really does all that it promises to do. One or two ounces of carrot juice with beet greens, wheatgrass, turmeric, and ginger once isn't going to give you a big wellness or health boost. Okay, so that pretty much confirmed my suspicion. Therefore, I'm giving wellness shots a one out of 10. Waste of money, period. Next thing isn't really a product, but it's more of a behavior that kind of falls into this category. And it's waking up at 5 a.m., waking up early, going to the gym, drinking your green juice, taking your wellness shot, ice rolling your face, doing your body scrub, whatever, like, you know what I mean? That lifestyle, which is rooted in waking up early, waking up at 5 a.m. What are my thoughts on this? I think that waking up at 5 a.m. every morning to have this intense morning routine can be amazing for some people and can be complete overkill for other people and, and completely unrealistic for other people. I mean, personally, I wake up at around six. This is because I have a very boring life. And I have nothing to do past 8 p.m. So I end up just going to bed at like 9.30, 10 p.m. And then I naturally end up waking up at 6. I love waking up at 6. It's great. I get a lot more done, I think, than I used to when I used to wake up at 8 or 9. I enjoy the early morning hours. I think it's great. But this whole idea of like rising and grinding at 5 a.m., getting up, getting shit done nonstop all day from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. running this shit, like whatever. I don't know. I think that's kind of overkill. I really do. I think that waking up at 5 a.m. too is too early. A lot of people are like, 
obsessed with waking up at 5 a.m. Like that's the golden number. I disagree. I think the golden number is 6 a.m. I don't know what it is, but that extra hour of sleep makes all the difference for me. And that's as early as I can wake up. Any earlier than that, I'm not functional by like 3 p.m. I don't know why. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. I think the whole concept of waking up really early, 5 a.m. specifically, is unnecessary. As long as you get in your sleep and you get in your work by the end of the day, who fucking cares how you schedule it out? There are so many people that swear by waking up really early. And I think it comes down to you and what works for you and what makes you happy. Nobody should ever feel like they have to wake up really early in the morning to be their healthiest, happiest self. I think that's kind of a myth and a rumor. I love waking up early, not 5 a.m. early, but I like waking up early. I think it makes my life better personally, but I do that for me. I do that because I enjoy it and because it makes sense in my life right now. When I was in high school, there's no way I could have woken up at 5 a.m. I wouldn't have been able to handle it because that didn't work for my schedule at the time. Did I sometimes wish I was the type of person in high school that woke up at 5 a.m., went to the gym and then went to school and then came home and did homework and then talked to my friends on the phone until I went to bed? Of course. But my schedule really was wake up 10 minutes before school, go to school, come home, take a nap, wake up, do homework until two in the morning, go to bed. Like that was my schedule. Did I feel proud of it? No because I felt like I could have been scheduling things out better. But at the same time, that was what worked for me. And I think I ended up paying a larger price for envying people who seemed to have their shit together, who were waking up at 5 a.m. to really seize the day. I think I caused more harm than good by the guilt that I felt for not having this uber-productive, uber-healthy sleep schedule, life schedule, you know? So I'm going to give waking up at 5 a.m. a five out of 10 because that's a 50%. And I think that that properly represents its effectiveness because it's going to work for some people and it's not going to work for others. And I think your sleep schedule is up to you. It depends on what makes you feel the best and feel the happiest. Because health and wellness at the end of the day should be about what makes you feel the happiest and healthiest. I think health and wellness, honestly, I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but I think that like the industry of health and wellness and the sort of habits that are promoted around it have really deviated from their initial goal, which is to make human beings, the happiest and healthiest people that they can be. I think it's deviated so far from that. And it's become, number one, unattainable because nobody can adopt all of these habits, right? That's number one. Number two, it costs an unnecessary amount of money to participate in all of these health and wellness activities. Number three, it's not a one size fits all situation. Like some of the stuff is not going to work for you. Some of this stuff is going to be a waste of your time. Honestly, most of it is going to be a waste of your time. But if for whatever reason you feel an inclination to try one of these things and you have the time to do it, do it. Otherwise, fuck it. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. Moving on. 
Next thing, having an abundance of skincare products, having three different kinds of face wash, 15 different serums, 10 different face masks, 40 different moisturizers. No. I think sometimes we feel like we need an abundance of skincare products in order to have skin that's healthy because skin is an organ, right? Your skin on your face is an organ. And so obviously taking care of your skin is important. And a lot of times if you're using the right products for you and you're checking in with your dermatologist here and there, you can see real results from using skincare products. Absolutely. I know I definitely have, but I think that the mistake that is made is that sometimes we find ourselves feeling like we need to use 50 products in order to get to the place that we want to be with our skin. That's not true. I spent so many years using so many products. And what I really realized was, is that you don't need 50 different serums. Okay. What you really need based on my experience is a really good cleanser for your face, a really good makeup remover. If you're somebody who wears makeup, one to two serums or zero, honestly, but if you, if you're into skincare, maybe one to two serums that are specialized for you, you know, that makes sense for your skin and a moisturizer that you love that works really well for you. That's pretty much it. All other shit is added. You don't need it. You honestly, I'll even argue that the serums are added. What you really need is a good cleanser and a good moisturizer. Anything beyond that, I don't know. I don't think I could even say that it's necessary. Will it maybe make a difference and make your skin look more vibrant in some ways, or maybe it'll hydrate your skin a little bit deeper? Yes, maybe, but is it necessary? I don't think so. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if any skincare products are necessary for that matter. Some people might argue that they're not at all. I mean, for me, if I'm not moisturizing my skin frequently, I do tend to get a little dry, I've noticed. I mean, that's just my experience. But having 50 different skincare products is definitely overkill. Having a fully stocked drawer or cabinet filled with hundreds of serums is not necessary. Moral of the story is having more than five steps in your skincare routine. I think that that's when we start to get into dangerous territory. So I would give an overabundance of skincare products a three out of 10. I just don't think it's necessary. If you find stuff that works and that you love stick to it. If it stops working, you're not liking it anymore. Switch it up, start trying out new things, go online, research, do whatever, try some shit out. But other than that, I think sticking to a solid minimal routine is the best. It's just the best. Okay. Next red light therapy, facial masks. I don't know if you guys have seen these. I actually had one at one point I did not purchase it, but I was given it as a gift. And it's basically a mask, like a a plastic light up mask that you can strap onto your head. And it makes you look like something from Star Wars, whatever. 
And basically, you're supposed to wear it every day and it shines red light on your face that's supposed to have a bunch of different benefits. I think it's supposed to kill bacteria. I I believe it claims that it has like some sort of anti-aging benefits as well. And they're usually around $500. Okay, ridiculous. I don't know. I used one of these for like a month because again, I got it as a gift. I would not have purchased that otherwise, truly. I mean, that's even too far from me. Like that's a health and wellness product that's outside of my scope, okay? But I didn't see any difference in my skin. But then again, I don't know if it was killing bacteria. But for $500, I want to put on that face mask and wake up the next morning and look five years younger. You know what I'm saying? I I wanted to wake up and look like a teenager. I'm like 20, but you know what I mean? I really wanted to see some major differences. And even after a month, I wasn't really seeing anything. Ah, I'm on the fence about it because I don't know. I mean, it might have some seriously insane benefits over the course of like a year. I don't know. But because it's so expensive and because the benefits are so slight and there's such a delayed gratification, I'm going to have to give it a two out of 10, honestly. The two out of 10, the, the really low rating is because of how expensive it is. I just can't rationalize the use of that red light therapy mask because it's just too expensive to be worth it. The price is not right. Like, I feel like you're probably better off just drinking an extra two glasses of water every day than usual because most of us probably are not drinking enough water. I'm speaking for myself. I don't drink enough water. I would probably be better off and would probably find more health benefits from drinking two more glasses of water every day, which is not technically free, but is a lot more closer to free than that $500 red light mask, right? The price is right on drinking two more glasses of water per day. It's not with using a stupid, ridiculous $500 face mask that who knows what it does. So I'm giving it a two out of 10. Next, essential oil diffusers. Okay, listen, I've always hated on essential oil diffusers. If you don't know what they are, they're basically a little machine that you fill with water and essential oils, any essential oil you want, maybe eucalyptus, maybe peppermint, maybe a combination of a bunch of different types, whatever. Put it in this little machine and then it pumps out mist and delicious aromas into the air. And it's supposed to have relaxing qualities. It probably has other qualities too. I don't really know. It's supposed to just be relaxing. That's how I've always perceived it. I've always thought that they were stupid. And can I be honest? I still kind of think that they're a little bit ridiculous. Like I think they're a little bit unnecessary, but recently I saw a really cute essential oil diffuser. It was really pretty. It was like a sea moss green colored one made out of a cool clay material. It looked really pretty. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll put one in my room and see how I like it. Why not? Has it miraculously cured my anxiety? Uh, No. Has it made me any less anxious? No. Do I enjoy the way that it smells and the way that it looks? Yes. 
it is kind of enjoyable. It smells nice. It looks pretty, you know, maybe it adds a little bit of soothing humidity into the air. I doubt it. It doesn't really pump out that much steam humidity at all. So I doubt it's making a difference there, but is it an enjoyable product to have? Sure. I'm going to give it a six out of 10. I don't think it really does anything, but it is enjoyable. And again, I think at the end of the day, health and wellness comes down to, are you enjoying this? Is it making you feel happy? If it's making you feel happy, then that in turn is making you healthier. You know what I'm saying? Because feeling good has good impacts on your health. So any little tiny joy in life, even if it doesn't have extreme benefits, is still beneficial in some way. So if you're really into things like that, I would recommend it. I mean, it's a similar idea to like candles. I think having candles around the house are great. Do they do anything? Sometimes cover up bad smells, but other than that, no, you know, but they create a nice ambiance. And so that's not nothing, I guess. I don't know. I think creating an ambiance in your home can be a really nice thing. If it's something that you're into and, you know, you think you would enjoy, I don't think it's necessarily a waste of time, but at the same time, it's not life-changing either. I will double confirm that just because I put a little bit of peppermint and eucalyptus oil into my oil diffuser and turned it on doesn't mean that 20 minutes later, I will suddenly have no more anxiety. Oh, no, no. (laughs) No interaction between my anxiety and my oil diffuser. They do not play together. They play separate. Next, hair masks. There are so many hair masks out there if you're familiar with hair masks, there are bazillions of them. One that's really popular right now is Olaplex. That's a brand. And I've actually tried Olaplex. I actually think it's pretty good. Um, as long as you don't use it too much, because if you use it too much, it can actually have negative effects based on my experience. You want to be careful with how much you use it. You want to follow the instructions. Okay. But if you follow the instructions, you will see a difference. I have actually seen a lot of improvement in my hair's strength from using hair masks. I use a bunch of different ones. I have one from Olaplex. I have one from Kerastas. I have one from Philip Kingsley. I have quite a few and I use different hair masks throughout the week, leave them in, in my hair for like 10 minutes before I shower. And I will say it makes a huge difference. I bleach my hair. I'm blonde right now. And my hair is very brittle. So using these products has made a huge difference. My hair feels super strong, super healthy. I mean, it feels great in comparison to when I was blonde about a year ago and I wasn't using any hair masks, my hair was very damaged. It felt way more damaged. I'm going to give hair masks a 10 out of 10. They do what they say they're going to do. And I've never tried a bad one. Honestly, I think even if you don't dye your hair, hair masks 
are still really great. Like I honestly, I love them. I think that they're amazing. They're a little bit inconvenient, you know, because before you put them in, you usually have to wet your hair and then put the product in, let it sit for like 10 to 30 minutes before you shower. They're a little bit inconvenient, but my hair just is winning ever since I started using them. So eh, do it that way you will. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, opening moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go onto it and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code EMMA. Next, whitening strips for your teeth. I've never used whitening strips because, number one, I have receding gums. It's genetic in my family. We just have receding gums which means my gums are shrinking and my teeth are really sensitive from that. Also, I just in general have sensitive teeth even other than my receding gums. The combination of those two things means whitening strips are not for me because whitening strips are harsh and they can make your teeth sensitivity worse and they're also not good for receding gums. So I've actually never really used them. It's not that I've never used them. I shouldn't say that. I've never routinely used them. I've tried them a few times, but I've never gotten into a routine of using them because I'm not really supposed to because of my teeth being the way that they are, just because of who I am. I think whitening strips, I can't really speak on it because I've never used them, but I will say that having yellow teeth a little bit here and there is natural. It's natural. My teeth are a little bit yellow. They're a little bit stained. I drink a lot of coffee, you know, they're a little stained. So fucking what? I don't care. It's human. Having perfectly white teeth is just not normal. And so I'm going to give whitening strips, honestly, a three out of 10 because they can make your teeth feel really sensitive. And I don't think that that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Having sensitive teeth is really awful. I have really sensitive teeth and it sucks because I can't like eating cold stuff for me is like not happening. 
Like if I take a strawberry out of the fridge and it's really cold and I take a bite into it, like I'm hurting my teeth. My teeth will be hurting bad and it sucks. And so if I didn't have sensitive teeth, I wouldn't want to do anything that would then make my teeth sensitive because it's such a bummer. It's just annoying. It's not a big deal, but it's inconvenient and it's uncomfortable. So even if I didn't have sensitive teeth, I would not use whitening strips because I would not want to have sensitive teeth and it can do that. So no, thank you. I mean, if you love teeth whitening strips, they don't bug you. You've seen results, blah, blah, blah do you. But in my opinion, I don't see anything wrong with a little bit of yellow teeth. It's natural like to have a little bit of yellowing on your teeth. I mean, obviously if you're brushing and you're flossing every day, like your teeth are going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? Whitening them is just an aesthetic thing, I would say. And so I don't know. I just like, I, I don't mind my teeth being a little bit stained from drinking coffee. Like whatever. I brush my teeth twice a day, except for sometimes when I'm not in the mood late at night, but like still majority of the time, twice a day, baby. And so I think that that's enough. And I just don't think the sensitive teeth are worth it. (laughs) Moving on. Next thing we're talking about green juice. My personal opinion on green juice as a non-doctor is that it doesn't taste that good. Like if you want to get some greens in, eat like a super yummy salad. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that is a better experience. A really, really yummy salad with like a bunch of yummy stuff on it. Like, you know, a kale salad with avocado and sweet potato and sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds and tahini dressing and some chopped up cherry tomatoes, like something super yummy like that. Or like a niçoise salad with little boiled potatoes and herbs and hard boiled egg and a gorgeous Dijon vinaigrette, like something like that. That's such an enjoyable way to consume leafy green vegetables. That's so much more enjoyable to me personally than drinking a green juice that basically has all of these vegetables grinded up into a really honestly not delicious drink that also lacks fiber because they remove all the fiber. You know what I mean? Wait, I've read something about that whatever. When you make a juice, you remove the fiber and fiber is really good for you. You know what I mean? So I just think you're better off like eating a really delicious, yummy, tasty salad than drinking a green juice. I don't know. There's definitely some benefits probably to drinking a green juice. I can imagine it has a lot of vitamins and minerals, but also so does eating vegetables in a, in a different form that's more enjoyable. So like, mm, I'm going to give green juice a two out of 10 because I'm just like, consume it in a better way. You can consume it in a more enjoyable way, whatever. That's just me. If you enjoy the flavor of green juice, go off. Listen, I get it. It's a pretty color, but it tastes like shit. Like most of the time, honestly. Next vitamin subscriptions. 
For example, some of the brands that you may know are like Ritual, Care Of, basically companies that send you your essential vitamins every month. I really like these, actually. I'm going to rate vitamin subscriptions, honestly, a 10 out of 10. There are definitely some benefits to taking vitamins. I don't really have the time or energy to go out and pick out a bunch of different vitamins from the store and every day, you know, like go through and take each one individually. I would rather it be a lot more streamlined. So I, this is also not sponsored. I know Ritual and Care Of both do sponsorships. This is not sponsored. I've used both Ritual and Care Of, and I honestly really like both. I think both are great. I mean, right now I'm using Ritual and it's basically, you take two capsules per day and they're like little multivitamins and they have a lot of the essential vitamins that, you know, a woman needs every day. And I mean, it's so easy and I, it's great. I don't know if I gave it a rating yet. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. I think it's great. It makes the process easier. And obviously, you know, checking with your doctor is a good idea because everybody has a different body and has different needs. So you might need, you know, more specialized vitamins depending on your own specific needs and deficiencies if you have any. But I think that vitamin subscriptions can be really useful. So check with your doctor, but I I like them. Honestly, I like them. I'll say it. Okay. Next we have acne patches. These are like little patches that you can stick on your acne to help them heal faster. I'm going to give them a, I'm going to give them a five and a half out of 10. Like I've used them before. I cannot tell if my pimple is just going away as it would normally, or if the little patch is doing anything. I, I really honestly am not sure. I've heard that because it traps in the moisture or something and also prevents bacteria from getting inside that it actually can be useful. But I, I'm not 100% sure and I haven't really noticed an acceleration in healing of pimples. So I'm kind of on the fence. Although because I've read online that there are benefits to keeping the pimple protected. Okay. You know, I'm not giving it a five and a half. I'm going to give it a seven because there is some logical explanation to why it works, which is why even though I haven't necessarily seen crazy benefits, I don't think it's for nothing. I know that there are like little ones that look like a star. I don't think I've tried those. I really need to try those because everyone uses them. And last but not least, we have targeted supplements. So specific supplements for your hair and nails, maybe specific supplements for anxiety and depression or for digestion, supplements like that. I'm going to give them honestly a two out of 10 because they might work, but I feel like you're going to save a lot of time and money 
by talking to your doctor first, because some of them are bullshit out there. A lot of them are bullshit out there. And so you're better off running something by a doctor, even if you have like a doctor friend, like I don't personally at all, but like, you know, maybe you have somebody who in your life, right. Who is in the medical field, maybe run it by them. You don't necessarily even need to go to the doctor, but just be like, Hey, I want to do this. What do you recommend? You know, with your knowledge, if you really want to get into it, you could go. I do this all the time with stuff. I go online and I just start deep diving, doing heavy, heavy research on shit finding out the potential side effects, finding out, you know, whether or not the product is based in science or if it's just based on speculation and kind of, uh, you know, we don't know. We think it does this, but we're not sure, you know, whether or not a product has been properly tested. I mean, there's so many things, you know, that you could research. Don't go and blindly buy a supplement because it's being marketed well. Research the ingredients, run it by a doctor, run it by someone you know who has knowledge about this stuff. I'm giving supplements a two out of 10 because a lot of them lie, you know? A lot of them are, eh, they're not backed by anything real. And a lot of them can be bullshit. And so, you know, you wanna make sure you're doing your research first. But I think the reason why I'm giving it a two out of 10 is because a lot of them have false promises and that's not fair because they're wasting people's money, time, and they don't even do shit or they might even make problems worse. On that note, that was my analysis on all of the most popular health and wellness activities, products, et cetera, analyzing them. Are they worth it? Are they not? I don't know. You let me know. You let me know what you think about these things. Do you think that they're all just a waste of money? Do you think they're all just scamming us out of our money? Is there anything that I mentioned that I said I didn't like or didn't see results from and you disagree? Let me know. You can DM me on Twitter at AG Podcast. Tweet at me on Twitter at AG Podcast. Send me a DM on Instagram at anything goes. Let me know what you think. I love... I love this shit. I I wish I didn't like trying all this stuff out, but I do. And I'm relaying the info to you guys. Okay. That's it. That's all I have for this week. Thank you guys for listening and hanging out. It was a blast and I can't wait to talk to you next week. I love you all. Also, if you want to pick up anything from chamberlaincoffee.com, my coffee company, I have a little code for you. AG15. Use it at checkout. A little discount from me. Stock up on some coffee, matcha, whatever. Maybe even a little tote bag for the summer. We have really cute tote bags, like beach bags, green and white. Ugh, I'm obsessed with that. They're so cute. Oh my God. We also just came out with a new collection called the Artist Collection, where every month we have a new artist on the packaging of a bag of coffee. And every month, if you subscribe to the artist collection, you'll get a bag of coffee with unique, cool art on the front created by an artist that we collaborated with. And it's a really cool collection because it's like art, coffee, all my favorite things that just came out a few days ago. So check that out. Anyway, whatever. I'm rambling. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.